What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Confused World. This is your host, Matt. As always, everyone, subscribe, follow, and give us a five-star rating if you like the contents of this podcast. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter for everything Confused World. Just to give a quick little advertisement here, I follow an ep- or a, a podcast. It's called Be- Belonging Before Believing, and it's a couple of friends of mine, Pat and Nick, and their podcast is on some really good subjects, but uh, they're also add a lot of comedy into it too. So if you get the chance to check out Belonging Before Believing, it's uh, like I said, it's a really good podcast. What I want to talk about on this episode um, is about the Super Bowl, not Super Bowl itself, but what happened on Sunday. And also there's a connection, not not to this exact situation, but within the same week, um, there was a shooting down in San Francisco, but there was also one at Lakewood Church. And I don't necessarily agree with that pastor at all. Um, his, his, the, his, his theology is just off so badly, but we're going to get into this article here. This one's coming from APnews.com. This article is coming to us from sfchronicle.com. And this was released February 9th, so two days before the Super Bowl, okay? A Marine Corps veteran accused of stripping himself naked at his Richmond district home on New Year's Eve, firing a gun and threatening to kill his landlord while his wife shielded the couple's infant and tried to calm, calm him with prayer was hallucinating on psychedelic mushrooms. That is the account of the man's attorney provided in San Francisco Superior Court last month, blaming a uh, combination of uh, (laughs) psilocybin uh, mushrooms and other medications for causing Evan uh, Supinski psychotic break that made the 33-year-old man believe he was, quote, in the Garden of Eden, end quote, according to court records obtained by the Chronicle, weighing the threat that Sabinsky, supposed to, um, opposed to public safety, a judge agreed to release him from bail or from jail last month to the Veterans Rehabilitation Program while he faces charges. Sapinski's landlord who was also a Marine Corps veteran, opposed the release, testifying that Sapinski had threatened to shoot him and called him, quote, Satan, end quote, during the daytime shooting spree that resulted in gunfire, damaging in two cars and a neighbor's home. Court records show. Sapinski pleaded not guilty to 10 charges last month, including the illegal possession of a gun, vandalism, making criminal threats, neglect uh, discharge of a firearm within city limits, and shooting um, shooting an ha- inhabited dwelling. The cornerstone of Sapinski's legal defense uh, court documents show is that he, is, or he was under the influence of a large dose of uh, psilocybin mushrooms, also known as, ma- end quote, or quoting magic, end quote, mushrooms. 
during his apparent break with reality. According to his, his attorney, Sapinski's mushroom-fueled, quote, psychotic, end quote, episode began in the morning of December 31st when he stood naked at the top of a, of a car parked on 41st uh, Avenue, firing an unregistered gun and made the threat against his landlord, who had attempted to intervene before being subdued and taken away by, by police, court records show. Sapinski's wife and baby were home at the time. Sapinski's attorney, Rebecca Young, told a judge last month that Sapinski is a Marine combat veteran who served in Afghanistan and whose medications for post-traumatic stress disorder may have inadvertently interfered with the mushrooms he consumed around 10.30 a.m. that day. According to court documents, fungi containing psilocybin act on the brain's serotonin system to produce hallucinations and at high doses can cause panic and psychosis. When reached for comment, Young called Sapinski, quote, a loving and devoted father, end quote, and also, quoting, decorated Marine Corps veteran diagnosed with the service-connected combat-related PTSD, who had complete mental breakdown after the investigation or ingesting, excuse me, an inordinate amount of psilocybin, end quote. Young's arguments persuaded the judge to release him under the district conditions to Fresh Start, a a transitional living program for veterans in the Sunset District. San Francisco Superior Court Judge Teresa Kefesi, I guess is the name, or Kefes, uh, however it's pronounced, agreed to the release on the grounds that there are few mental health services available to inmates at the San Francisco jail. The court proceedings came amid renewed attention to uh, psychedelic drugs. As State Senate Scott Weiner attempts for the third time to legalize their use under supervised treatment, Weiner said that his bill aims to help combat veterans dealing with trauma. In October, an Alaskan Airlines pilot told investigators he was taking mushrooms when he tried to bring down a San Francisco-bound airplane. Two days before the New Year's Eve incident, Sapinski's, quote, received a double dose of his medication, end quote, for PTSD. His attorney told the judge it was unclear what that medication was or how he received it. It was also unclear how Sapinski obtained the mushrooms, quoting, but on the morning of December 31st at approximately 1030 in the morning, Mr. Sapinski consumed three large psilocybin mushrooms so that by 1130 a.m. he was hallucinating. He was delusional, end quote, Young told the court. Sapinski's landlord, Greg Grog, or Daniel Grog, excuse me, testified that Sapinski's wife told him over text messages that, quote, her husband ate a lot of mushrooms and she was worried because he was making death fantasies, end quote. According to the court documents, Grog, who lived above them and identified himself in court as the former military police officer, said he offered to try to help, quoting, as soon as I stepped in, he started yelling profanities at me to get the F out of his house, end quote. Grog told the court. The wife then, quote, brought the baby up and asked 
my family, to hold the baby while she went back down to talk to him, end quote. Sapinski's wife, Deborah Sapinski, testified that her husband received or retrieved the gun, excuse me, during the brief time she was asking the landlord to watch the baby, quoting, Unfortunately, when I went upstairs with the baby, that's when Evan took the gun, end quote. Deborah Sapinski testified, also quoting, He was alone in the house. I could not stop him, end quote. Sapinski, quote, removed all of his clothing and tried to convince his wife to remove her clothing because they were in the Garden of Eden, end quote. Attorney Young told the court, also quoting, he went out into the middle of the street and was encountering people, telling them that he loved them, believed the heavens were opening and other delusional things showing an extreme state of unconsciousness, end quote. Grog testified that after the ba- after taking in the baby, he saw he next saw Sapinski naked in the backyard and moments later in the street with a gun. Also quoting, he was shooting or he was shooting shots out front uh, into my car with the intention of drawing me outside. End quote. Uh, Grog testified. Also quoting. He was yelling for me to come outside so he could kill me. He shot rounds into my neighbor's car uh, two, two houses away. He was calling me Satan, end quote. According to Grog, Deborah Sapinski later that day told him that Sapinski, quote, was having fantasies of killing his family and committing suicide so they could go to heaven and see God, end quote. It is also quoted, <clears throat> It is my true belief that if I had not intervened, they would have all been dead, end quote, Grog told the court. Deborah Sapinski testified that she uh, conceived her husband, or convinced her husband, excuse me, to put down the gun and pray. So this this article, it goes in um, to a lot of detail here, but um, they uh, tried him in court. He is due back to court on Tuesday, February 13th, which was yesterday, to determine whether his case has been sent to uh, San Francisco's Veteran Ju- Justice Court. A specialized court for veterans facing criminal charges. So, this this um, court thing, okay, this this uh, trial for uh, Sapinski there was actually held on the 9th, okay? So, the shooting actually happened, as it stated in the uh, article there, uh, New Year's Eve. Which, which is absolutely insane because that happened in, in San Francisco, and of course, with the Super Bowl two months away is, or well, two days away is when they decide to hold that, that case. I, I find it a little, uh, a little ironic, but we're going to get into this next article here real quick. This one's really a sad situation. And again, as I said earlier, I don't agree with this pastor at all, um, I don't believe, I don't agree with his theology. He really doesn't preach the gospel. And if you really want to know what the gospel is, feel free to message me. Um, confusedworldpodcast at gmail.com or you can message me on our uh, our Instagram and I will gladly, gladly tell you the gospel. If you have any questions on that, please reach out to me because I will, I will absolutely tell you what the gospel is. 
But this guy in particular, uh, Joel Olstein. everybody knows who Joel Olstein is. He seems to be America's favorite pastor for some weird reason. But um, they had an incident the day of Super Bowl Sunday. Okay. This was released by AP.com or APnews.com. And this was uh, released February 11th. Um, a woman in a trench coat opened fire with a long uh, gun Sunday inside celebrity pastor Joel Olstein's megachurch in Texas, sending worshipers rushing to find safety while two off-duty officers confronted and killed the shooter. Two other people were shot and injured, including a five-year-old, um, five-year-old boy, excuse me, who was in critical condition. Now, from my understanding on this, the five-year-old is not it's sadly is not expected to to make it through now i haven't gotten any updates on that five-year-old but uh when i do i will absolutely put it here in uh in a future episode but back to the uh, article here the violence erupted shortly before the houston church's 2 p.m spanish service uh was set up to begin just as the rest of the county was preparing for the super bowl the woman entered the enormous Lakewood Church, a building with a 16,000-person capacity that was previously an arena for the NBA's uh, Houston Rockets with the boy who was later hurt in the shooting with police. A man in his 50s was also wounded. Details of the confrontation remain unclear in the, in the hours after the tragedy, and police have not released the woman's identity as a possible motive. That it's also known what relationship, if any, the woman had to the boy, and who actually shot him and the man. Quoting, I will say this, Houston Police Chief uh, Troy Feener told the reporters during a news conference outside of the church, quoting, that that female, that suspect... Put that baby in danger. I'm going to put the blame on her, end quote. And I, I, I fully agree with that. I fully agree with that. She needs to have that blame put on her. But there is some other information that I got about this. And uh, I, I don't have any articles up on it. But um, from my understanding, this woman was going by the name of Jeffrey. So obviously either she she was uh, a male becoming a female or vice versa. I, I'm, I'm not altogether sure on those details. But um, from my understanding, that was the case with this issue. Um, and sadly, there were other people hurt. Now, Joel Osteen did actually do a, uh, was part of that press conference and, and spoke, but uh, we're going to get back into this article here real quick. Uh, the boy was in critical condition at a children's hospital while the man was stable at a different hospital with a hip wound. The shooting happened between services at the mega church that is regularly attended by 45,000 people each week making it the third largest megachurch in the U.S., according to the Hartford Institute of Re Re uh, Religion's Research. Osteen said the violence could have been much worse if it had happened during the earlier, much larger 11 a.m. service. Witnesses told reporters 
that they heard uh, multiple gunshots. Christina Rodriguez, who was inside the church, told Houston television station uh, KTRK that she, quote, started screaming, there's a shooter, there's a shooter, end quote. And then she ran out uh, others, and then she and others ran to the backside of the library inside the building, then stood in the stairway before they were told it was safe to leave. Longtime church member Alan uh, Gudi, I guess is how the name was pronounced, whose family is from Honduras, said he was resting inside the church's sanctuary before the Spanish service as his mother was working as an usher when he heard the gunshots, quoting, boom, 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 boom. And I yelled, mom, end quote. He told the Associated Press, the 35-year-old ran, ran to his mother and they both laid flat on the floor and prayed for the gunfire. Uh, prayed as the gunfire continued. They remained there for about five minutes until someone told them it was safe to evacuate. Outside, Goody said he and his mother tried to calm people down by worshiping and singing in Spanish, quoting, "Move in me, move in me, touch me, uh, touch my mind and my heart, move within me, Holy Spirit." End quote. Despite the chaos. Finner said that the tragedy, quote, could have been a lot worse if the two officers had not engaged, end quote. The woman, when she had fired, they had been working security at the church on Sunday and Finner praised them for their quick actions. The officers work for the Houston Police Department and the Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission. Respectively, both had, had been placed on protocol uh, mandated uh, uh, administrative duty. After she was shot, the woman told police that she had a bomb, but authorities ha said no explosives were found when her vehicle and backpack were searched. First responders continued to search the mega church for hours afterwards. Olstein said Sunday that his congregation is, quote, devastated, end quote. He added that he would pray for the victims and for the woman who who died or who did the shooting and their families. It was not clear where he was at the time of the shooting. Quoting, we're going to stay strong. We're going to continue to move forward, he said during the news conference with police. Also quoting, there are forces of evil, but the forces that are with us, the forces of God are stronger than that. So we're going to keep, we're going, to keep going strong and just you know, doing what God's called us to do, end quote. Lifting people up and giving hope for the world. That's the end quote, sorry. <laughs> Texas Governor Greg Abbott issued a statement saying, quoting, our hearts are with those impacted by today's tragic shooting and the entire Lakewood Church community in Houston. Places of worship are sacred, end quote. The church has grown tremendously over the past 25 years since Joel Olstein took over after his father's death in 1999 and introduced an upbeat style of Christian televangelism that has captured the following of millions. His television or televised sermons reach about 100 countries. The elder Olstein founded the church in a or in a uh, converted feed store in 1959. Now, again, as I've said, I don't I don't agree with the I don't agree with Joel Olstein. 
Now, does he put a, a whole like, you know, nice little cover on what the gospel is? He tells you that you can live your best you today. So, no, I don't agree with Joel Osteen. The only way you can live the best you, your best life, is for is with Christ. And that's the only way to do it. But the only thing is, is again, with, Christ, with being a follower of Christ, as Christ suffered persecution, we will also suffer persecution. We will face that persecution just as Christ did. Why not? We're following somebody that the world does obviously not agree with. And every single time, there's always something to do with, at least with Joel Steen's message, an upbeat, like, you you know, this can happen to you. You just believe it and it can happen. And that's not what the gospel is at all. In no way, shape or form. So I don't agree with Joel Osteen's preaching, but I do have to say that I give the man his credit for trying to lift up his community of his church. I do give him his credit for that. Uh, I, and again, I don't agree with any of his preaching at all. It's live your best you, live your best life, but... We're not called to live our best life. We're called to follow Christ. So that's why I don't agree with Joel Osteen's preaching. But I do feel for this man. His church was uh, basically infiltrated by a shooter. And for whatever reason, she brought this little five-year-old along. Now, again, as it stated in the article there, no one's sure if the child was hers or not. But again, she put that five-year-old at the risk of being injured. And she knew it. But she had no care. And again, uh, other articles that I have found, basically they've, they've released her name. And I don't have access to that right at the moment. Just, you know, due to limited uh, internet at the moment. But I, do, I will say that obviously... Um, this is an absolute tragedy to happen at a church. It might not be a Bible preaching church because Joel Osteen really doesn't preach from the Bible. He just quotes scripture in certain areas. But again, it's just sad to see this kind of a situation happen at a church, especially on Super Bowl Sunday. Anyhow, for now, that's all I've got, you guys. Um, if you have any stories that you would like me to follow, send them to me at confuseworldpodcast at gmail.com or you can send them to us on our Instagram page. And uh, until next time, take care of yourselves and each other.